Hello, and welcome to the Apostolic Church Liverpool podcast. We hope the message you're about to listen to will inspire you, will be a blessing to you, and give you perspective in life. For more of such messages, you can visit our website at www.tac-lona.org.uk. You can also access other messages and resources from our YouTube channel, The Apostolic Church Europe. We hope you're blessed and inspired by today's message. God bless you. Here's the message. Shout hallelujah. Amen. Well, happy Thanksgiving. Well, I want to say I am grateful. Are you grateful? If you are grateful, say I am grateful, Lord. I am grateful, Daddy. Can we put our hands together for Jesus? We are forever grateful for what he has done. Can we close our eyes and sing that song together? We are great. Now, please, if we sing this song, let us sing it from our heart, not from our head. The way we sing from our heart, you actually are truly grateful. So forget about the, uh, no, we're going to play the instrument, but that's fine. But let's be more, let's focus more on the lyrics, on the words of the song that we are grateful, oh Lord, for all you have done. The Bible says for every good gift and every perfect gift is from where? From your work? From your parents, from above, and come down from the Father of light, with whom there is no variableness, neither there's any shadow of turning. Every good and perfect gift, every gift, the gift of life, the gift of salvation, the knowledge of salvation, that we know that. This is not the end of all things. That we are alive today, that we are here. That we are not in the hospital. That we and our family were able to gather together to praise the Lord. So let's sing that song together. That we are, while we close our eyes, we are grateful. Yeah. 
just do. Yes. I'm going to sing that song again. I'm, trying, I'm just mindful of time. We'll sing this song again. Let's quickly just go through the word of God. Shall we pray again? Father, Lord, the Bible says the entrance of your word brings light and understanding to the simple-minded. A faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God. Lord, we pray this morning we will truly be grateful. Not from our lips. Not from because people looking at us and say, okay, yeah. We want to show gratefulness, but right from the depth of our hearts that we are truly grateful for everything you have done. Particularly and most especially for our salvation. Thank you, Daddy. The deep we connected the deep today. The Holy Spirit will interpret the word more to your people in Jesus' name. Amen. Quickly, I want to read from Sam. Psalm 92, verse 1 to 8, the Bible says, it is good to praise the Lord. It is good to praise the Lord. Now, that's the song it says, it is good to praise the Lord. I mean, if you know the song, it is good to praise the Lord. It is good to praise the Lord. Oh, it, well, choir, I just thought the song now. I mean, if you, uh, okay, that's another version. <laughs> The Lord, hallelujah. It is good to praise the Lord, hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. I think that one is more popular. Okay, it said, proclaiming your love in the morning and your faithfulness at night. In other words, all the time. To the music of the 10 strings, well, the strings we have there is four strings. It's the 10 strings. The one we used on push yesterday was six strings, 10 strings. That's a combination of uh, tenor and rhythm and bass all together. So for you, make me glad by your deeds. Lord, I sing for joy at what your hands have done. Next. How great are your works, Lord, how profound your church, senseless people. Now, I want you to underline that, please. It says senseless people. Do not know. <laughs> so people without deep thoughts, senseless people do not know. They just know. Why, why are you just thanking God? We have unbelievers outside that are even doing better. That, that, that are having more of all these things. That so why are we thankful? He said, "Well, these are senseless people." He said, "Fools do not understand." No, they are senseless people, and they are fools. That's my word. That's the word of God. So senseless people. And fools do not understand that though the wicked spring up. So the reason is because they look at the wicked and they see the wicked are prospering. So said senseless. So the fools that the wicked spring up like grass. Oi, but they said all evil was flourish, but they will be destroyed forever. It's a matter of time. But you, Lord, you are. How many times exalted? Forever exalted. It is good to praise the Lord. Now, the word gratitude is from the same word as grace. Yes, it's a root word from grace. And we all know that grace signifies the free and the boundless mercy of God. The word thanksgiving is also from the same word, think. 
think thanksgiving. Think and thanks, thanksgiving. The reason because if you don't think, if you don't think, it's very difficult for you to thank the Lord. So this morning, the psalmist is inviting us to listen to our inner thoughts and consider what the Lord has done for us. Amen. In Psalm 139, right, before we go there, let's, one of the main reasons, if there's no other reason that you want to thank the Lord, one of the first ones, John 3, 17, for God sent not his son to the world to condemn us. For God, before they say, for God so loved the world, 16, that he gave, he so much loved you, that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believe will not perish, they have everlasting life. In verse 17, say, for God do not send his son to condemn you. Therefore, the Bible says, therefore, now no condemnation to them that are now in Christ Jesus. He hasn't sent the word, but that through him, you might be saved. That is the foremost reason to thank the Lord for. That we have hope. We have hope of eternity. God so much loved you. He so much loved us. We are grateful for everything that he has done for us. His greatest concern and love for us is to save us from sin. Instead of leaving us to condemnation, to eternal damnation, to hell, he sent his only begotten son to save us from our sin. For this reason, we are very grateful. Quickly, I want to quickly talk about a few things, the power of gratitude. The reason why we need to be grateful. I talk about like few of them, and I'll talk about the people that are ungrateful. What the Bible talk about them. So I don't want to use illustration because of time. So number one is gratitude glorifies God. He glorifies God. Praise God. Second Corinthians four fifteen say, and as God's grace reaches more and more people there will be great thanksgiving and God will receive more and more glory. As we great, we're grateful, as we praise him and exalt him, we are telling him that we love him. We love the giver more than the gift. That even if that gift does not comfort, it doesn't change anything. That we love him because he's our creator, because he's the giver of life. And if the gift, well, that's why we always say, whatever the Lord will not do, what should he do? Let it remain undone because it is about him. We love him. Shout hallelujah. So, and as we glorify, we, we are actually created to glorify his holy name. Number two. The power of gratitude. Gratitude helps us to see. It helps us see God in all. And I read that before. The Bible says, do not be deceived. Say somebody before you, beside you, do not be deceived. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good and perfect gift come from your work. Ah, every good and perfect gift come from where? From the father of 
Shout hallelujah. Do not be deceived, my beloved brothers. Every good and perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights. Shout hallelujah. Now, some of us might be tempted to think every good and perfect gift comes from our work, that it comes from your education, it comes it come from your connections. The James, brother James, disagree. He said, every good gift that you are here today, that you are not in a place where you are not safe. Now, some of us know all the stories that have been going on in different parts of the world. And we're praying for people in every part of the world. But that you are safe, you and your family, that you have the, you can pray to God anytime without any obstacle. That everything is falling to you in the pleasant places. That you have your family, your loved one around you. That you are here, all radiant and all happy. Every good and perfect gift comes from the Father of light. So we can see that all things, your health, everything that you have, everything that belongs to you, come from the Father of light. So for that reason, we are, when we understand it that way, that even the breath that we have, even your education, your degrees, even your friends, your loved ones, even everything that you have, that when you know that it comes from that Father of light, then you have, you think back and see reason why we have to praise him. Number three, gratitude put us in God's will. The Bible says in 1 Thessalonians 5, it says, give thanks in how many circumstances? All circumstances, for this is God's will for you. So when you are thanking God, when you are grateful, you are actually in his will because that is what he said. Because it doesn't matter what you are going through. There will be up and down time. There will be roller coaster. You know, when people tell you, when you get born again, that you would never suffer. Jesus has suffered all for you. That is not true. You know that song we sing? Elder, you want to remind me that song? I will never suffer. Jesus suffer for... No. The Bible says every... See, all things work together. The good, the bad, and the ugly, everything we eventually work together for the glory. The Bible says the princes of this world knew they would not have crucified. But Jesus has to be crucified because he said, if I be lifted up, I would draw all men. But while he was being crucified, somebody would say, why would this happen? But that has to happen so that he would draw all men unto himself. So that's challenges and situation that you are going through. It is for the name of the Lord to be glorified. Hallelujah. Amen. It is God's will. It is God's will that you give thanks. It means that you don't only give thanks when you are happy, when things are falling to you in the right places, even in the midst of challenges, even in the midst of difficulties, even when your prayer seems delayed, even when you seem that nothing is going right for you, that's even the best time to thank the Lord, because that way you are annoying the enemy, you are annoying the devil. That is even the best time to thank the Lord. Number four, gratitude bring peace. Number four, gratitude bring peace. Peace. The Bible says in Philippians 4 to 6, it says, do not be anxious about how many things. How many of you are anxious about things? About your papers? You're anxious about your rent? You're anxious about your bills? As somebody said, by June, the bills will be doubled. 
the gas bill, electricity bill, and you're already anxious in, in, in March, thinking ahead in, in June, how to set the bill, what is going on? Tell this man to stop the war. My bill is going to increase anxious. The Bible says, do not be anxious about anything, anything, everything. But in every situation, by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, Present your request to God. That word really helped me. I'm just going to give you one illustration. Now, when I was going, now this is just a testimony. I'll just be very brief about it. When I was going, now, I needed to, the, the, there was some of you know that I just we went for this uh, program, uh, leadership uh, program in Lagos. So as I was going, so when they said come, I said, ah, so I never knew I was going to travel. So somebody said, uh, I said, I can't come now, so we can do. For you. Otherwise, they would delay your play. They would never let you go. So I said, no problem. And so we finished the program, and I was. Go ahead of me. So all of our guys that are, that are like we finished the top boss in the in the immigration. So 
I've already told them. That they say, call me when you are going. I just choose not to call them because you have to go by faith. If you call them, you are relying on them. You can't be double-minded. That's what that James told us. So I went there as I got there, and the man looked at it. Then I was just the I was joking, and the man looked at it and said, Oh, and you're a very nice person, but this pastor is two years as but we cannot let you go. I said, So what were you thinking? Why did you travel without it? Why is your ETC? I said, it was an emergency. And I'm going to my country. So he said, okay, he called the boss. Then they took the woman away. The, the, the other person came to take me, said, okay, let's go, let's go. I said, God, they said, oh, say, you need to go and get Nigerian visa on this other one. And I'm afraid you have to pay this, pay this, and it will take time, and your flight's about going. So I'll just pray. For I wasn't shaking. I was still remembering peace. Gratitude brings peace. So I had peace. Then the man looked at me. He wanted to write something. As I was going to write something, you know that our, our pen that we give in the church, the one that got the apostolic church, that after company, yeah. So one of those, I, I took a lot down, so I gave it to some of the pastors. So I had that one. So he needed to write, couldn't write, so I gave him that pen. He took the pen, he quickly wrote. He said, because I was, he didn't have pen, so it was, they were boring pen. So I gave it to him. He gave it back to me, I said, no, I just dashed. He looked at it, wow, apostolic church, this is really nice. He said, oh, you're a very nice person. He said, you know what? I changed my mind. He just called one of his guys. He said, take this man through every other route, the immigration, the custom, and make sure nobody stops him. And that was, I didn't even follow the queue. Angels of open door. That was, that was, that was. <laughs> Please, do not be anxious. I could not keep myself with anxiety. Do not be anxious about anything. And when we tell people, it will look as if, but do not be anxious about everybody, every situation by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God. And what happens after? And let the peace of God, we transcend all understanding. Guide your heart. Guide your heart and your mind in Christ Jesus. Gratitude brings peace. You tell the Lord you are the one that brought me so far. How can God bring you so far to this country and let you down? You think it's going to let you down. It's just in your eyes that it looks like that. It will not let you down. Just be grateful. Look at the way he brought you from. Look at, when, look at where you were. Look at where you were now. He has brought you so far. He will not let you down. It just looks as if the heaven will collapse. It will not. Sorrow will last for the night. But that certain joy will come in the morning. Gratitude draw us to God. It draw us closer to God. In um, Luke 17, 17 to 19. Next one. Next. Okay. There are 10 lipids that were cleansed. So he said, According to the gospel, say, go and show yourself to the priest. But nine of them, when all of them got ill, the other nine of them just decided it doesn't matter. They were not grateful. Only one of them returned. So he brought that, he wanted to that closeness, that solitude, that which goes. So he came back to Jesus and said, Thank you. You know, Jesus now asked, Were not all ten cleansed? 
where are the other nine? Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? So you know that was the other ones are just they just to them it just it doesn't matter. They don't care. They just take it for granted. But one of them went back. He said to him, they just said to him, he said, rise and go. He said, your faith has made you whole. Another one made you well. So it means there's a level of wellness that is higher than those nine as God. This one has an addition above and beyond. That is what gratitude gives us when we are grateful for what we are and for who we are. Gratitude brings contentment. When you are grateful, you are contented with where we are. You have content with what you are. You live in the one bedroom house. You say, God, I still thank you. You are not competing with anyone. When you are grateful, it shows that you are content. You have con with what the Lord has done for you. In First Timothy six two, it says, "Godliness with contentment is what a great gain." Why? It's because we brought nothing to this world and neither can we carry anything out of it. But if we have food and clothing, we will be content with this. Are you, do you have contentment? Because you, you know the way the devil, the devil will always show you what you don't have. He will always show you that is what he did to Adam and Eve. As God says, you should not eat from these fruits in the... Petros eat everything here apart from this particular one. But he showed them, he did not show them all the things the Lord has given to them. He showed them this one thing that's testing their obedience. That's what gratitude does. Gratitude brings you, you are content with what you have. You are thankful for who you are. It doesn't matter. Someone else bought a brand new car. Good. Thank you. God bless you. The Lord provide more for you. But you are contented. You can take the bus. Your time, see, that person's greatness or growth does not stop yours. Our God does not have capacity problem. The fact that he gave one doesn't mean that that's dentist account so that it will be less for you. You know, that's the way we think. Gratitude brings contentment. Gratitude deepens our faith. It deepens our faith. The Bible says in Psalm 136 verse 1 that give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his love endureth forever. Because of time number eight, gratitude leads to joy. Joy. Somebody say joy. Joy everlasting forevermore. The Bible says, when the Lord restored the fortunes of Zion, we are like those who dream. Our mouth were filled with laughter. Our tongues with songs of joy. The Lord has done great things for us, and we are filled with joy. When you are grateful, you will be joyful. When you are grateful, you will be joyful. When you are grateful, you will be joyful. In the name of Jesus. Number nine, gratitude defies Satan's lies. It breaks you from the shackles of Satan. Because Satan will always whisper to you, look at all the things you've been doing unto the Lord. What have you gained? He will show you your mates that are not being grateful, that, are not, that don't seek after the Lord's things, and they are prospering. 
But that Sam told us is only but a matter of time. We've seen people that hold so many things that holds a whole football club for years. And suddenly, suddenly, somebody just withdraw it within a minute. And that was the end of it. And that's the end. There's nothing you can do about it. But when you are grateful to the Lord, it defies Satan lies. You know that the greatest ever miracles or ever you can ever get is your salvation. That once you get that, every other that is secondary. It says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and everything will be added unto you. The will of God is very simple that all men should be saved and to come to the knowledge of salvation. That once you have that salvation, every other thing is additional. Amen. Gratitude guards against envy. It guards against envy. When you are grateful to God for who you are, where you are, you will not be envious of other people. This person just bought a brand new house. God, why me? No. It doesn't stop yours. This person just brought a brand new car. God, why me? Oh, this person just had a baby. God, why me? It doesn't stop yours. Your own will still come at the right time. The best time that will glorify the Father in heaven. When you are grateful, you are not envious of other people. You are not envious of other people's promotion. When I see people that are envious, I know they are not grateful. They, they, they are not grateful. They have identity problem. They don't know themselves. They don't identify themselves. They don't know who they are, what they are, what they carry in them. Praise God. Gratitude helps us to live in the present. Amen. In Exodus 7, 10, it says, why were the former days better than this? For it is not from wisdom that you are ask this. It is not from wisdom that you ask this. So the gratitude let you live today, enjoy today. You are not thinking about, see, enough of the dead. Every evil is enough for its own day. You're not thinking about tomorrow. Some of the reason why we worry is because we're thinking about how things will work tomorrow. But if you live today, you are grateful for what the Lord has done for you today, that you are alive, that in the presence of the Lord, that you are friends, that God put you a solitary into families. How many of you, those from that actually immigrated to this country, when you came, you came like maybe one or you and your wife, but now the Lord has multiplied you, you are, you are families, you, you, you're doing well, the Lord has been gracious, the Lord has been gracious to you in all ways. And that is it. He makes you live in the presence. You are not thinking of the future. You are not thinking about what you don't have. So gratitude is a testimony. Shout hallelujah. When you are grateful to God, you are also giving testimony of his goodness. You are giving testimony. The Bible says in Psalm 105 verse 1, say, give thanks to the Lord and proclaim his greatness. Let the whole world know what he has done. Let the whole world know. Give testimony. Give testimony. Let the whole wide world know that God is faithful. If he has done it for me, he will also do it for you. Because he's the same yesterday, he's the same today, and he's the same forevermore. Quickly, warning for those that are not grateful. The Bible says that if we read it, for the ungrateful's heart, it says senseless people do not know. It says fools 
do not understand, the Lord will not make us senseless in Jesus' name. And we will not be fools in the name of Jesus. Because sometimes we are tempted to be like that, where we start thinking only about, when we just think about the things that we don't have, the challenges are the situation we have. So who are the senseless people? Who are the senseless people? So senseless people, another one says ignorant. That's another version. Say ignorant people, senseless, senseless people. These are people who go through life giving little or no thought to the generosity of God. Giving little or no thought. These are people that enjoy the blessing of God, but they sense no responsibility to thank God. They just enjoy the blessings, blessings of life, blessings of but they have, they just don't see any reason why they need to thank God. They haven't taken time to consciously thank Him. They spend all their time and energy seeking comfort, their own comfort and pleasure, and forget all about God. And these are people that have the Bible says the Lord has given them over to reprobate mind. You just don't know why you are thankful and you're all wearing colorful clothes and dancing. Just, what's wrong with this? Just don't understand it. They just don't get it. Because the Lord has given them over to reprobate mind. Said another way, said, animals thinking, and there is no apportion in Jesus' name. Their satisfaction is in nice house, good food, gratification, friends, likes on Facebooks and views and all that is their gratification their gratification is not in the lord the bible says senseless people they find joy in the gift and not in the giver they another version senseless people is then said foolish and arrogant so foolish another version put it as arrogant people that will not be a portion in jesus name see what makes the difference between senseless and foolish people is that for foolish people they have all the attribute of senseless people but at the same time they knew that they have to be thankful but they chose not to be thankful they made they consciously made the decision that we're not going to be grateful god unless we have this particular one praise god so sometimes People like that, we, they just come, they thank God, but with your head, just say, oh, Lord, I just thank you. Where we all thanking God, just, Lord, I just thank you, but not from the depth of their hearts. Because they can't actually think back and see what God has done for them. They probably believe most of the achievement is from their own you know, prowess, from their own understanding, from their own thinking, from their own strength. But the Bible says every good and perfect gift come from where? from above, from the father of light. May we not be arrogant and selfish and senseless in Jesus' name.